Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. What a way to start the show. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Cy Brown. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so happy to be with you. Um, thank you for listening to the show. Oh, my goodness. I guess I'm all choked up because I'm happy to uh, <laughs> happy to be with everybody. <clears throat> so sorry about that. Uh just want to share today it's snowing. I've been giving these uh, snowing updates <laughs> every morning on this show. Um, yesterday I did share with everybody uh, via Facebook and Twitter that I was in Baltimore and I spoke at the Honorable Congressman Elijah Cummings Youth Annual Youth Leadership Summit, and I have been speaking with them uh, every year since its inception three years ago, 2008. So I'm, I'm invited back um, every year. And I did upload the pictures to Facebook. So uh, if you're my friend on Facebook, you'll be able to see uh, the pictures from yesterday. Big shout out to Mike Frazier, who is my buddy. He's a, um, I think it's a licensed clinical social worker. I hope I didn't just screw up his credentials, but he's from Atlanta. And he is I Run For Life on Twitter. Mike, it was so good seeing you yesterday. Big shout out to Ty Howard, who um, is Mr. Untie the Knots. Uh, you can look him up on Facebook, follow his fan page. And the highlight was being able to get a picture and hear Mr. Willie Jolly speak. If you don't know who he is, I mean, he is a motivator's motivator. Let me tell you, this man is is a, a motivator's motivational speaker. And those of you that know me know I, I don't really subscribe to that whole, oh, I'm a motivational speaker, and you just get up there and talk, and you have to have a message. You have to have something to say. And Mr. Willie Jolly definitely has something to say. So I was honored to be in his presence yesterday and hear him speak. He was the closing keynote speaker, so that was definitely a treat because he is world-renowned. Let me tell you, he's he's all over the place. So we had a good day. Big shout-out to all the young people. Big shout-out to um, Congressman Elijah Cummings, who thought it not robbery, to bring the leaders in Baltimore together, um, the, the, the head of the police, the head of the school system, the CEO of the Baltimore City Schools, the mayor of Baltimore. I mean, it was a star-studded event um, politically, and it was really empowering to hear Jeff Johnson. Um, he held a town hall forum for the young people um, as part of the opening ceremony. And let me tell you, Anybody who deals with young children or teens, you need to listen to these teenagers. These teens asked such pointed questions. You know, one of the um, one of the young men came up and said, you know, a lot of times people were saying, well, it's, you know, just the adults, just in general, you know, it's not the school system's fault. You know, you have to reach out to your parents. You have to find peers. And one young man was like, look. My mother is on drugs. My grandmother is raising me. I don't have parents. He said, technically, I could sell drugs to my parents. What do you say to someone like me? I'm telling you, on the strength, I almost cried right up at the head table where I was sitting. Um, what do you say to young people like that? I think it's really time that we start to listen to young people listen as really like sit there, stare in their eyes and absorb what they have to say. I grew up in, 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 a, in a household that was kind of a do as I say, not as I do type of thing. And uh, 
that 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 that's not how to really get down, especially today with the way um young people are today. They have opinions, they are our leaders, and they make really, really valid points so big shout out to everybody who was there with me in baltimore um we We just had a really good time. we just had a very nice time. This year, there were like 600 kids there. Like when it first started, it was, I think, like three, 400. Last year, it crept closer to about um, 500. And this year, I know there had to be at least 600 um, like young people. And my workshop um, was about social media and technology and how to effectively utilize um, social media for personal and professional development. And the kids really got onto it. You know, we talked about Google and search engines and what to put on Facebook, what not to put on Facebook. Just you know, just a lot of stuff that 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 people that um, like Gen X may take for granted. Um, and I let them know the stuff you put on Facebook will follow you. The stuff you put on MySpace will follow you. Um, and they were very receptive. So my first group, I had. Um, the upper class and I guess probably like seniors and some juniors. And uh, then my second workshop I had uh, like 10th graders, I think some were 9th and 10th graders, um, and they were still a little bit, um, they didn't quite get it. You know, when you're in 9th and 10th grade, you don't get that there's really much past tomorrow. But by the time you're an upperclassman, you really start to understand like, hey, you know what, this is, this is some for real stuff. Um, so I wanted to just give an update because I did tweet about that yesterday. I did share a lot of it on Facebook, so I wanted to make sure that um, I kind of gave everybody an update. Thank you to everybody who um, supported me. Big shout-out to my friend Erica. Her last name is Richardson now. It was Scott. Um, I know her birthday's coming up. <laughs> I might have to sneak a trip to Atlanta. I don't know if I can make that or not. But um, she she put on my Facebook wall because you all know I've been talking about it. I'll be celebrating 20 years with my husband in May. And she was like, I remember when. Yes, girl, you do. Uh, so I put back put some fun stuff on her Facebook wall um, today. Just You know, she listens to the show. She sent me a note, and she said, uh, Sai, this is your best work by far. And, you know, you, you listen to some of the things that people say, and you, you take it for what it is. But when it comes from someone who's known you since you were, like, eight, <laughs> and, we've we, you know, we've had our children together, we went to high school, I mean, it, it just means, it just has a different um, a different slant to it. So uh, big shout-out to her, and big shout-out to everybody in the ATL. I hope you're not getting too much snow. Just want to share with you the chat room is now open. Hey, Pistol Duran, I see you in the chat room. Hello. Good morning. Um, today we're talking about Senator Evan Bayh resigning from the Senate. What a blow. I, I love politics, and we used to talk politics every single Tuesday for an hour. You know, we took it to the head. Um, and we had a lot to say, especially during the election cycle. And I've you know, you know, scale back my, my political banter a lot, but uh, I did feel it was important, especially since I was in a room full of politicians and judges and lawyers yesterday, um, and, and, and that really um, empowered me or, or just kind of said, you know what, Si, it's time to do another political show. And the lead story in the news is Senator Evan Bayh leaving, so I, I, and, I, and I'm an avid uh, follower of politics. You know I released the book Politics Remixed last year just on the heels of, of President Obama's election victory. So I have a lot to say about politics and I have a lot to say about our political process and the cycle. So um, we'll definitely be talking about Senator Evan by leaving. Just want to say uh, uh, Pistol Duran said it's been a while. 
um, since he's been on the show. Sorry for that. Don't worry about it. I'm happy you're here with me now. Big shout-out to um, RGW, who just joined us in the chat room. And also big shout-out to Real Talk with Tanya White. Girl, I have to get you on the show because I follow you all over the place. So I'm so happy that you're listening to the Cy Brown Morning Show. Um, I just put my email address um, in the chat room, sb at cybrown, B-R-O-W-N-E, cybrown.com. So shoot me a message. But I see, Tanya, you put on my Facebook wall. I've got multiple computers up. <laughs> I've got chat rooms on one, Facebook on another. Um, and you put major blow to the Senate. makes me wonder what's really going on, that five Democrats are not seeking reelection next year. Well, I have very strong opinions about that. So, so let's definitely talk about it. And if, and if you want to call into the show, um, the call-in number to the show is 347-633-9113. Three four seven six three three nine one one three, and just press one, and I'll see you on the switchboard, and I'll pick you up. Let's get into a little bit of Anthony Hamilton, and then on the other side, we're going to talk about what's going on in the Democratic Party. It's your girl Cy Brown checking in for the Cy Brown Morning Show.
Yeah, see a lot of stuff, a lot of a lot of conversation happening in the chat room. RGW, I see that you. Um, oh, okay, I just saw your hand go up on the screen. I'm gonna pick your line up in a second. Let me just read some of the stuff that's going on in the chat room really quickly because I want to pick up your line. Um, Real talk with Tanya White. But she's in Louisville, Kentucky, but she visits Indianapolis frequently. So I feel like Evan Bay is my senator. That state loves him and respects his work. Crazy. RGW put because I. I put something is a brewing in the Democratic Party. And RGW put nothing is brewing. They're acting like roaches. The light has been turned on, and now they're scattering. Not surprising. And he put that's the life of a politician. So I'm actually going to pick up your line now because I kind of feel the same way. Um, hey, RGW, what's going on? You're on the air with Cy Brown. Oh, not too much. Just enjoying the sunshine here in South Carolina. Oh, I'm a hater because it's not sunny in sunny in New York right now. <laughs> now, see, you you all had sunshine last week, and we were getting the snow down here. So, hey, turnabout's fair play. But I um, know, what's going on with the Dems right now? I, listen, you, you know something I said a long time ago, and I, I, I the light went on for me back in the late 19, 1990s um, when I realized that hey, you know what? There are 535 individuals that get a free pass, and and they do whatever they want, they say whatever they want, and they act whichever way they want to, but they've got a figurehead that sits there and takes all the blame. Rather it be a Democrat mm-hmm. or a Republican, <clears throat> Congress Congress is the real body mm-hmm. that formulates the laws, they debate yep. the laws, they revise the laws. And they send the laws up to the president, who who becomes a whipping boy if he votes yay or nay. Mm-hmm. Now, now, the thing about it is, I did not see one single, hear me now, I did not see one single earmark that President Obama put into any bill, okay? Mm-hmm. There were no earmarks for him, mm-hmm. but there were plenty of earmarks for people like uh, the senator from Nebraska. Oh, yeah, Lynn, yeah, that, that really Snow. pissed me off. And, and and across the board, there, there's no congressman that was not untouched. But yet, you know, the the president is the one that gets the soundbite in the news media every right. every day. Now, I don't agree with everything that President Obama does. Or do and, I? And so, you know, but but I do know where the blame truly lies, and that's in the the two houses of Congress. Now, uh, the, the people, uh, I believe that uh, everybody has gotten enough seniority, and he knows that his future is pretty solid no matter what he decides, decides to do. I'm pretty sure he's going to go into to, to being a lobbyist, which he'll make a heck of a lot more money being a lobbyist than he would being a uh, a senator. But, Can um, I say something quickly about yeah. that? Mm-hmm. I liked Sarah Palin, and a lot of people have blasted me for saying that. But let me tell you something. A lot of people were like, oh, she quit being the governor. I said her leaving the governorship of Alaska was probably the smartest business move because now you can move freely within the free market. And everybody clowned her. You didn't finish your term. Now you see Evan Bayh said the exact same thing. He said, I can still serve the people in a different capacity. And I really believe with all these 
24-hour news cycle, opinion, cable channels, you're going to see a mass exodus of politicians going into the private industry. And I'm calling it now on February 16th. <laughs> I'm calling and, it. And the, the thing about it is, you know, in, in, in today's society where there's instant access to anything that anybody says, a politician can't hide no more. Like no, I said, it's like can't. roaches. The light yep. is on and they are scattering for cover. Yep. <laughs> but, but hey, it doesn't make any difference. Mr. Raid in that can, he can seep <laughs> around them corners <laughs> and blow up a bomb in your face. You so. know what? You're spot on with that. I'm, I'm, I'm so with you on that. And I think, you know what, here's two things we have to look at. I could go either way with President Obama. And, and I've said it on the show, and I, and I say it in the most respectful way. I think he's a great guy from what I see. Um, at the end of the day, I believe he's a politician. I do, however, believe he is changing. And what's happening is he's, in change, he's changing and making a change internally as well. And that's why we may not see oh, well, he hasn't uh, made an impact in unemployment or jobs. But when you see these guys leaving, I mean, for, the, for, for, for Joe Biden's son, Bo Biden, the vice president's son, not to run for re-election. When you see the Kennedys up in Massachusetts losing seats, they're not running for re-election. One of the Kennedys just announced last week they're not running for re-election. Now you see Evan Bai, who is a major player in the Dem- – I'm not running for re-election. Something is going on. And I really believe it's Obama stirring up the pot internally, the things that we cannot see. And so we may think he's a jerk now or he's not making big enough change visible now, but I really believe in the next five to ten years the the, the change will start to reveal itself, and it's starting with these old heads making a mass exodus from elected office. Well, I I think a lot of it has to do with with, uh, his progressive stand. Um, mm-hmm. That 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 sincerely, I, I believe that that terrifies a lot of people, because <clears throat> the more the more progressive you become, and the more you move towards the left, the more you 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 venture towards a, a socialist ideology, um, and 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 that is what bothers people. And 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 the, the thing about it is, you know, you have you have the opportunity and the ability to do whatever you want and have whatever ideology that you want um, as long as you're not, you know, killing folks and, and so on and so okay. forth. But, but uh, this um, this is what bothers me about the whole situation. People knew what he said. He said what he was going to do. Oh, he, he said sure he, did. Was, he did not hide his ideology. He did mm-hmm. not hide what he what he meant. He did not hide. I, I just, I, I'm a little bit upset with him because he said he was going to do a lot of things on C-SPAN and be transparent, but that hasn't occurred. But then that's, that shows the politician in him. But the thing about it is, you know, why all of a sudden, if you know what the man said he was going to be, why are you pissed? Oh, my goodness. I said this. Oh, my goodness. And I, I have to share something really quickly. Real Talk Tanya White just put... It is so refreshing to hear that some black people don't agree with President Barack. I get the heat for not agreeing with President Barack, especially when it comes to the silence about education reform. As a teacher, I've been waiting for them to say something. Well, I will tell you yesterday when I was at this event, 
Congressman Cummings, who led President Obama's um, like uh, get out the vote and, and, and initiative when he was running in the in the Baltimore area, they all said on the low that ed- well not on the low, but he said it publicly that education reform is next on the agenda after health care, and these are huge big things. And just by him pushing and nudging and pushing and nudging, it's shaking the tree. And as the tree is being shaken, things are starting to fall. And I and I believe that, you know, I have to stand by that I was a little disheartened that during the election cycle I felt that he never quite addressed people of color. Um, I felt Hillary Clinton would have never gotten as far as where she did without addressing women, and I felt that John McCain would have never gotten where he was without addressing military, the military families. But, you know, something now that I really see how President Obama shakes and moves, I see he is turning things inside out from the inside out you know to you know without no pun intended and i think that's what's really happening because when you see these people leaving and the republicans and 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 all that's happening on cable that's the nonsense that's the talking heads but real change has to happen so kids are not saying listen i have no mommy i have no daddy my grandmother's raising me and what do i do I just want to say one thing, and I'm so grateful you called in to comment, RG. I still have your mic open. I just read yesterday in USA Today um, that that the meat that's being sent to these schools cannot even pass FBA inspection, and that was in yesterday's USA Today newspaper. So you wonder why our kids are getting sick. They have all these ailments, the food. that they, I mean, it's just disastrous. I don't know. I, I just have so much to say. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, one of the things that I know that uh, the responsibility for inspecting meat is that of the USDA. Yes. And if they don't do what they're supposed to do, they um, they're the ones to to to, to be blamed. Now, <clears throat> the one thing that that kind of irks me about the whole responsibility for uh, the youth is the fact that we don't take an, enough of an active part. I'm, I'm I'm zeroing in on the African American community right now mm-hmm. because of the simple fact that they're 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 pockets that do very well. You know, you've got one up there where you're at, Cy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're trying to get one established here, but there there's cracks in the wall and the water's running in, and our children are going they're, they're going to drown. They are going yep. to drown if we don't take a, an active part in doing the things we need to do for our children and not mm-hmm. letting that responsibility fall on the educational system. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the schools are there to educate. Yep, I agree. They're, they're not there to reform. They're not there to, to teach social policy to our children. And trust me, you don't want every teacher in that school system teaching your child social policy. You don't know where right. they come from. You have to be very careful when you're talking about, well, I want the school, they should teach uh, sex education in the schools. Uh, that person that's teaching sex education might not be the, the best person you want to be teaching them. So it's not their responsibility in the first place. It's ours. And well, they said as, that yesterday at the conference. One of the kids said um, teen pregnancy is so bad in her school, why don't they teach sex education? And they asked the CEO of Baltimore City School Systems, and he said, you know, he gave a long adult winded answer, but the fact of the matter is that is, you start to go into social beliefs, and, you yeah. have, and that's a very slippery slope. 
It's a very slippery slope, but but um, I know this for for a fact. Um, I didn't get any girls pregnant, and when I was in high school, and I didn't get anybody pregnant until after I was married. Right. Why? Because I didn't do it. Right. <laughs> I mean, very, you know, <laughs> it's a different world there. It's a very, it's a very, very different world um, that we live in now. And it, it, and I have another friend who's a teacher here in North Jersey. And she's um, in school right now, trying, you know, completing her master's degree. And she says she's going into private, um, private like workshops and seminars because they have her teaching classes that are not her specialty. I don't, I can't, I, I want to say her, her, her specialty is math. I just want to say because she's getting her master's in math. But they have her teaching English and science. And she's like, Saida, I know the kids are not getting what they need because. I, that's not my area of expertise. And so, I mean, it, it, I mean, we have so many ills that plague us, and I think when we really look at our politicians, I think sometimes we look at government to solve things that they really don't need to solve or we don't need to be relying on them to solve. Can, I, let me just read something that's in the chat room really quickly. Pistol Duran does not live in the United States. I believe it's in Singapore. Even though I'm not living in the U.S., but to me, no matter if he's black or white, short, fat, tall, or slim, if he could bring happiness to the country, he is a good president. Um, Pistol Duran, I think it's Singapore. PD, put in, your, put in the chat room where you're from, because I think you said Singapore before. But anyway, he said, there is sexual education in my country. It's, compuls it's compulsory for all students in my country. Well, you know, unfortunately, the United States is, is, is a Christian nation, and they believe abstinence is the key, which I think is a bunch of hogwash uh, when you have uh, Shakira on NBA All-Star Weekend humping and grinding at a family-friendly event. Um, I think we do have to make a decision and stop straddling the fence. Do we live in a Christian nation or do we want to be practical with these kids? Yes, he did put Singapore. Um, and real talk put education starts in the home, and until we address the home structures and philosophies, the children will never benefit from an education system. You know what, everybody? We're down to the last two minutes of the show. I can't believe it went this quickly. I'm going to continue the show tomorrow. RG, you want to um, give a closing thought? Well, you know, for me, I'll tell you like this, you know, each person in this country has a right to make their own decisions, um, but, but uh, when we make those decisions, we need to stand by them. Um, our children see that, and what, what we have to make sure of is we mean what we say, and mm -hmm. we say what we mean, because if we don't, uh, rather it be... Um, uh, sex education, politics, education, uh, they're watching us. They're watching us very mm -hmm. closely. So we have to be very careful in what we do. Thank you so much um, for calling in. I appreciate it so much. We're going to continue this actually tomorrow. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to continue this conversation tomorrow. Uh, Arts, Real Talk's a great show. Thank you. PD put it once again. I had an awesome time here. Thank you so much for listening. I, I really appreciate it. We have some other people in the chat room. Um, WDKK Radio, thank you so much for listening to the Cy Brown Morning Show. We will be doing, I'm going to continue um, this show tomorrow. Let's talk about education or something along those lines because I want to make sure that we're always getting the best information. Uh, remember that we should pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. I love you all for listening. Thank you very much, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Peace.